beating herself around the head. Oh, with I've just her banged it. It's really hard as well. Well, it's because they're enormous. They are enormous. I feel like a <laughs> good bee. job we're talking about headphones. Mm, definitely not. Although my boobs have plateaued now. Your boobs? Yeah. Oh, they just... Well, they get bigger, and then I feel like they've not got much bigger, but I'm assuming that will change. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. I have no frame of reference. They're going massive. Like They're going to be huge. Like melons, veiny melons. <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> Welcome to the Pregnancy Podcast with Emily Leyland. Today's topic, veiny boobs. <laughs> no, this is not true, but today's topic is about fear, and I have fear of veiny boobs and that, are, that are big. <coughs> <laughs> don't fit into my <laughs> nursing bras, which are also very sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they sound it. Oh my god, they're so oh my good. God, they sound gorgeous. I imagine like silk and leopard print. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, how's that? I need some new bras. I may as well get nursing ones now because I'm not buying more bras again. But your boobs just come out of them <laughs> because the whole point is that you just flip it down, get your boob out, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Honestly. Sounds so I hate good. the fact that we are, but we are just we are just animals, aren't we? But we're humans that have tried to not be animals. We're the only species that's like we don't want to be animals. We want to get rid of our body hair, and we don't want to eat out of bins. We want to go to nice restaurants and put perfume on. Uh, but really, we are just like Lenny. We are. <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? And then, so then when it comes to having a baby, like it's so animalistic, isn't it? Like the stuff that your body does. But yet, we're not meant to like all that. It's meant to be. That's meant to be disgusting because we're these elite mammals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is weird. We, I think when it comes to pregnancy, what I've, I've learned with you is that it is quite animalistic and instinctive, and we try so hard to dress it up like with nursing bras and yeah. just don't wear one. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It doesn't yeah. sound like it's going to do much. No. But maybe maybe if your nipples leak, you might need something to stick the pads God, to. There we go again. I mean, I was went to mum's last night. I've learned so much. I know. Nipple pads, <laughs> nipple shields, disposable nipple pads, nipple cream, nipple I balm. Ordered, I, ordered, I went crazy with the nipple stuff for the baby shower. I ordered some nipple pads and a million boxes turned on my shirt in all this many. But anyway, I'll wrap them up. Oh, yeah. Laura organised a surprise baby shower for me. Uh, be like a week and a bit ago now oh my god it was so lovely it was really really nice at a place called the shed shout shout out in Chorley and we had like one side but it was like the least cheesiest of baby showers because I had non like baby non patriarchal non traditional no. Oh my God, yeah. No, pa- the patriarchy does not exist Mm-mm. in my baby shower. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. No. We had cakes um, in the shape of penises and vulvas. We did. If anyone doesn't know what a vulva is, you need to go and find out. Because you've probably referred to it as a vagina and that is wrong. Yes, that is wrong. It's Incorrect. wrong. Uh-uh. Unless you're talking about the vagina. And there were people with both vulvas and penises invited. Yes. <laughs> Plenty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there was a bar... Emily had alcohol-free Prosecco, but I think at a certain point she forgot that it was alcohol-free. It just smells... Um, strange. Really strange, mm. doesn't it? Like, no Secco. I quite liked it, actually. I didn't mind it, but I've got a really, really strong sense of smell anyway, and it seems to be getting stronger, obviously, through pregnancy, but each week. Like, I identified Vicky's perfume this morning, and I last wore that perfume when I was 23. And bearing in mind, she sat opposite side of the room to Vicky, not next to her. Yeah. 
I could really read it. Nose, it really like took me back. Yeah. And this does link in because I had a fear of baby showers and stuff like that, like like gender reveals and all that crap. Like I do try and be a bit of a rebel. Like, and, and I think it's subconscious. I don't think I'm like, I want to be against this. Like I'm not a massive fan of pink and blue and putting people in boxes anyway. So I'd never do a gender reveal. But the idea of a baby shower, I just thought it was a bit like, you know, a bit American and like, ugh. But honestly, it was just a nice, it was nice getting together. And fuck me, we got so much stuff. Yay. Oh my god! This was one so of them. This stuff. wasn't the main focus of the baby shower. No, 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 no Laura no. got me a giant hippo that I love. <laughs> and he's got a secret compartment for alcohol. Yes, <laughs> alcohol and drugs for after. <laughs> so you can sneak away to the nursery when baby's sleeping. Like, open the secret oh compartment. Oh my god! Yes, get out a gin. Yeah, maybe a split. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, me and Laura. So Laura's next big task to get organised outside of work, because she's got a lot on, is to <laughs> is to organise me uh, things you're not allowed to do when oh, you're pregnant. That's next. Party. We'll go back to the shed. <laughs> Party time. Oh, no, but, but I don't have to. So I oh, want no, Botox. Maybe we could have it at Sharon's house because she's got a hot tub. Oh, my God. Oh my god, the hot tub! <laughs> she has to have hot tub, Botox, um, pate, loads of alcohol, soft cheese, alcohol. What else? Um, what else like? Coffee, vitamin C based creams. I'll shove them all on because they're the ones that are good for you. What but else not you not like to, to eat? Great. No, that's dogs. <laughs> that's Lenny. <laughs> What else? I don't know because I, I just can't. To be fair, I do think a lot of the whole pregnancy stuff in Alice is a bit far fetched. So, I mean, I've not been sat there eating pate every night because I do think it's high levels oh, of vitamin C. Just imagine we'll be sat in a hot tub, drinking wine, eating pate and having our faces injected. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, coleslaw. Coleslaw. Pre-prepared oh, coleslaw. All the best things. Yeah, but it's... Oh, and then charcuterie. Charcuterie. A shitty pop. What's the charcuterie meats? I'm yeah, but how'd you say charcuterie? Like that, I think. <laughs> she don't fucking know. That's why she's not saying it. She took a pop. <laughs> oh, yeah, those meats. Right. Mm. Mm, it's going to be great. When can we have this party? For your birthday? <gasps> yes. Okay. Yeah. So that would be great. Tom won't be there. He'll be looking after baby. Oh, my God, 100%. Baby Wren. <laughs> baby Wren. Yeah, I don't know what she's got. Okay. I don't think I like baby Wren now you've said that. Baby Ren. Baby Billy. Baby Renoir. Baby Coffee Connie. <laughs> Maybe who? Connie. <laughs> Connie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. I like Billy. Okay. Baby I hate Billy. that I have to make this, this decision with someone else. It I really think, pisses me off. I think you should do a poll on LinkedIn. <laughs> I think that could be a good shout. <laughs> should I get rid of Tom? <laughs> I need to take his headphones off. They make me hot. Okay, right, anyway, oh, back to things we're scared of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what the episode is. Oh. I know, we can do an episode of things that we're scared of. Also, have we told them that's what it's about? Yeah, remember. I said fear. Oh, I need to do, what number is it? 66. 66. 66. <laughs> For us Spanish fans. <laughs> Carmen and Marisol in the house. <laughs> Pedro will be listening. <laughs> I don't think we christened. Oh, yeah. Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> ah, Carlos. Oh, God. Yeah, but I don't even... Do you know that... I mean, Laura doesn't know this song, but do you know the Ian Brown song, Fear, where it's like F, 
E A R for each your own, for every man a religion. Blah, blah, blah. But I really like that because when you think of the word fear, you know, when you make it, is it an acronym? I think so. And then it's like false expectations <laughs> appearing real. And I'm like, oh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my expectations aren't false, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> and it's got loads of truth in it, but I get a bit bored. So then I think of this song, and I really like it because obviously it's talking lo- a, lo- a lot about different things. Um, but it got us thinking, because we've done a, so- like, done a bit of social media about what people fear the most. It's things like failure and all that kind of stuff. So we thought we'd do an episode about it. Oh, lovely. You've been somewhere recently. You don't like painting. horror films, do you? No. But then you go to somewhere like this. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No, I don't like scary films. Scared of scary films. She don't like scary films, but what she wants to go and do is be in one. Mm. Which is what you did. Yeah, but it's not. there's no blood or anything. Well, it looks like there is. Yeah, but I know my brain knows. There's no blood in horror films. Yeah, there is. No, there isn't. It's not real blood. Mm. It looks more real there. Anyway. Well, I remember when I was 10, I watched Death Becomes Her and it terrified me. Death Becomes Her? Yeah. I mean, you were 10, but it's a great film. That Meryl Streep. comedy. Oh, I fucking love that film. I know. It's a great film. It is a great... I might watch it this weekend, actually. It's a great film. And then I watched Hand That Rocks a Cradle. That scared me. What's that like? creepy it's not like frightening but it really scared me okay and then i just can't watch scary films just cannot sleep i don't like them because i don't like people i don't like watching people be like cut up and killed and stuff no and i do feel like every scary film now has rape in it and not we're not going down this train but i just think i can't watch anything that's got anything to do with that in it and i'm like why is it in every single every police detective thing Everything always has to revolve around that, and I, I know. it really does me. I didn't. I don't know why. I just think, for God's sake, because I, I quite like. I think I got to a point where I didn't necessarily not sleep, but Tom's like, "You won't sleep if you watch this." I'm like, "Fuck off." Yeah, like I watched like Queen of the South, and she's like a Mexican drug lady. I was gonna say Lord, but she's a female equivalent. And I feel like I I have dreams. That I'm in that. Like watching you at night makes me have dreams. Yeah. Watching nice things like Friends. And, um, and sex education, which I love. Oh, that is so good. It's great. But yeah, so it scares me. But then I went to Farmageddon, which, oh my God, right. It's at this place called Farmer Tents, which is a children's activity centre normally. In pumpkin picking. October, they turn it into like this scary place. And he's uh, <laughs> never been before. And he's looking on Google Maps. He's like, so we're going to this place. It's called Farmer Tents and they've got quad bikes. I'm like, oh, we aren't going on the quad bikes, Pete. Oh, Peter. It's so funny. So it's like they've like made these things and you go in, there's different ones, um, like different rooms and like massive and you like maze you round everywhere and there's like people that scare and they jump out and chase you with chainsaws and stuff. And it is fun. And Pete was such a girl. He's just like, ah! Ah! He's like, oh, what's that? Oh, it's the wall. Oh, it's, this sounds awful. I was talking to Paige at the chiropractor and she was like, she went to Farmageddon as well this weekend. Oh, last weekend. And then she went, and we, you know, you go in groups, don't you? Because there's only her and her sister, so obviously they join another group. And she was at the front of every single bit. And I was like, I don't, why would you do that? The front is scary. Why I would you do that for a bit? I'm like, right, sod this. I, I, I've done my bit now. Oh, did you do it? I did go Good for you. sometimes. But at one point, I was just stood, and there was lots of people behind me. I'm like, it's no wonder there's massive queues. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh no I, we went when did we go like 10 years ago oh yeah he's grown arms and legs since then oh god Literally. yeah I bet it has <laughs> but um, 
I can't enjoy it. Like, I, I can't like I enjoy it. stuff like that because I like screaming for me. Like I really, what I've realised over the last year is that I really like roller coasters because I get really nervous, but I love screaming on mm. them. I feel like it really releases a lot of like pent up aggression and stress. That's another thing we can do that I'm allowed to do after oh babies my God, here. We need to make a list. We do because we're going to forget, aren't we? Yeah. I'm not allowed to go to farm again in this pregnant. I know. So there's all these things. I mean, I know I have to wait quite a long time to do that. I mean, that, you could just dress the... up and pretend you're one of the characters. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, the pregnant scary lady. But, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to go to the theme park. Theme tunes. <laughs> Sing the theme tune. Um, yeah, but then we were in the queue for the last one and these... Bloody scousers were really loud and annoying in front of us. And they just, one of them grabbed my leg in the queue and it's shit oh myself. Oh, my God, yeah. And then they're like, we went into this thing called the meat locker. And oh. you go in, they slam the door, and you can hear machine guns. And then one of them turned around and went, oh, my God, imagine, like, if, if some, if a not, um, like, an, um, what, so we're like a crazy person actually got in with a real yeah. gun. I'm like, like a terrorist. I'm like, great. That makes me feel really strange. Yeah. You know, like... It really ruined the last one for me. Well, yeah, because then you can think, like, we, we're paying to go to this, but imagine if it is, like, just some cult that's doing it, and you're like... Like oh Squid Game. God, Have you heard yeah. about that? Yeah. I've not watched it. I don't think oh, I want to. God, it's... Honestly, I d- can't believe everyone went on about it like it was so good. I think the acting is shit. The dubbing is absolutely hate, diabolical. Oh, I hate dubbing. It's yeah, never it's done horrendous. well. And then everyone's like, really, watch it, watch it, it's amazing. And then, honestly, Tom put it on, and it was an hour-long episode, I think. And the the activity, the bit that they do where they like kill loads of people, um, is at the end. So we were watching this whole thing, and I was just looking at Tom like, oh my god. And Tom was like, oh, we need to bear with it because everyone's telling us it's the best thing ever. And I was like, we just wasted a fucking hour oh, of, whole of our hour. time. Wow. And I was like, that is not good for me. I don't watch a lot of time. I'm watching it. It's got to be good. And then someone was like, oh no, you just need to fast forward to the activities that they do. And I was like, oh, why don't you fucking tell me that? I don't need to oh, know all okay, this shit. So this background. program's so good that you have to fast forward it. Yeah, it's wank. Mm, I did watch something else before we talk about fear of failure. Um, it's called <laughs> Al, she's called Ali Wong and she's um, a comedian, um, and she's seven and a half months pregnant. So she just stomps around on stage and fuck me, I was absolutely pissing myself. It is so funny. She just talks about all the horrible shit like that no one ever brings up, and it's just amazing. You need to watch it. What's you it called? Pete, Ali Wong and Ali the Wong. sketches Baby Cobra. But oh my goodness, it's absolutely fantastic. Okay. But yeah, we're 14 minutes in now. We haven't really talked about a lot of stuff, but we've had a nice time. We've had a really nice time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing. Because of a lot, a lot of changes and stuff, and obviously losing a couple of our sort of longer standing employees and, and the hit that that's had on Fresh, I think the main thing that really bothered me, uh, the fearful thing, is obviously how we're going to recover from this, but we've recruited again, you know, we can start afresh, got a new office, all that kind of stuff. But it's what we give all our employees this big chance to shine on social media and especially LinkedIn because that's where we do most of our business we enable people to have a voice to connect to engage to get involved with other people that kind of stuff um, and then obviously they do this as part of their role like we almost give them targets about LinkedIn which a lot of companies don't do a lot of marketing companies don't even do that so we create these people online, which is fantastic for their sort of confidence and, and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately what that does is then if they leave, it makes you fear what other people think of that situation. Oh, that definitely was and one of the... has been a really scary yeah. bit, hasn't it? That was one of the first... Not the first thing, but one thing quite early on. The what flash people gonna think of What will yeah. people think? How does this look? Yeah. Because it's not... It's not 
like it's not disaster. It's not a disaster. It's sad. Feels like it, and it's a negative hit. But it's a temporary blip. Like people are going to join your business and move on. That we're not naive enough to think that that's never going to happen. But because everyone's so prevalent online, we're like, wow. How is it? Yeah. How are people going to perceive this? Yeah. And um, what they're going to think of us? It's really scary. Like, yeah. What they're going to think of us? And people a lot of the time like, you shouldn't care what other people think. And do you know what? To a certain extent, like, say you put a crazy outfit on and walk down the street and feel amazing and loads of people look at you like you're an absolute fucking weirdo then fuck those guys like screw yeah, those in that situation it shouldn't matter what other people no, think but, but business is built on reputation that's what your reputation is what other people what think what other people you. think so when we, when we keep saying it doesn't matter what people think actually it does it does and that <laughs> scares the shit out of me. Because you can't control it. Because we can't control it. And so it's, <laughs> I don't know, like when there's changes in your business and stuff like that. And and we had a we had a girl who um, came and she, we really loved her, but it, it ended quite badly. Um, and she, and, and it, the reason why she breached her contract really badly and, and did something that she shouldn't have done, and this is a while ago, um, and it was really detrimental to Fresh, and, and we kind of gave her a chance, and then it, we shouldn't have done. But in the end, we, we, we decided that it wasn't right. And obviously she was disgruntled for her own reasons, which is fine, but she took to Facebook to slag us off. And we lost a couple of clients because of it, didn't we? Because yeah. they, she obviously had, we give we give our team full autonomy and they can make these really strong bonds with candidates and clients and stuff like that. And again, it's that trust. But then if for whatever reason they're disgruntled, whether it's right or wrong, they yeah. can still go out and say, Laura and Emily are Nazis and therefore you shouldn't work with them. And they could be like, okay, I won't. And, and that's not great. Yeah, and but it happens, doesn't yeah, it? And it's not they, that we are Nazis. That was just a, a really out <laughs> yes, there example. They definitely clarify that. <laughs> Please don't cut this and play it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, because we don't get involved in in the work. Obviously, when we're here in the business and we oversee, but we don't account manage the customers. They do that on a daily basis, and so they build a relationship up with the client. And yeah. then yeah, so it is it is terrifying. But we've just got to be us, carry on being us, keep going, pick ourselves up, create a new plan, and and just continue. And that's what we've done. And, the positive messages we've got off the back of, of doing that when people know what we're dealing with. we just with. want to run away. Yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. It's really... Uh, even a few messages I read this morning before I went into the gym and I'm like, oh, I feel pumped now. Yeah, which is really good. And I suppose if you've had a hard time... I think it, we. I feel like we don't talk about this enough. It's like this taboo thing because we're all like, it doesn't matter what other people think, but it, it does. And it, and every single person is bothered about it to some extent, whether it's about business or personal. But I think we really need to start talking about it more because if you know we make mistakes, we are people, so we will make mistakes too. We've made mistakes hiring the wrong people. We might have um, you know done something like I don't know treated someone in unfairly that they might have thought that but we obviously didn't think that at the time there's lots of things that happen day to day where people make mistakes and ultimately as long as you do what you can to put it right but it's like people can still be disgruntled like I remember working with a facilities company in Manchester and we were doing some work with them and that was before we were like really on top of Glassdoor and we had a, a lady in for a finance role and really high up and then she just went AWOL and I was like, for God's sake, where's she gone? Like, she was perfect for the role. And in the end, I was like, please just let me know why you've gone AWOL. Like, if you've got another job, fine, but just let me know what it is. And she's like, I haven't got another job, but I looked at a glass door review and it mentioned things like misogyny and stuff like that. So she was in, she, her opinion was that that was true because it was a review. And I was like, oh my God, you couldn't be more wrong. Like, that is a, a, an employee that's left, that left on bad terms. 
but we shouldn't just necessarily believe what they say. And it's this thing, and, and it, it really bothers me, this whole thing when people don't give other people a chance to defend themselves. Like we go to court and you have a defence lawyer and stuff to defend what's happened, whether it's true or not. But a lot of the time in our sort of one-to-one relationships, we don't give people this opportunity, do we? And so that woman, I get that when, if I've heard of the word misogyny because I'm a serious feminist, I'd be like, run for the hills because you don't know them and it's just easier to do that isn't it then face it and say right what the hell is that review all about because it's really put me off what yeah. can we do to and and we could have ended up filling that that role with that with that person but I don't know it's like how do we get people to think the person that they're pissed off with might not have actually done that or said that or behaved in that way it's all about owning it so it's recognized it's PR isn't it and so you might not necessarily need a PR person to do it for you and, and a put, microphone and put, yeah, <laughs> put a spin on it but it's owning it so like <clears throat> He's be keeping an eye on things like Glassdoor, yeah. um, and 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 actually taking control of your page. If people do leave a negative review, it's re- it's responding to it and talking about it. So you're not you don't look like you're ashamed and you're hiding because you're shining a light on it. Yeah, that's a really um, good point. Because it's like um, with um, that thing that you posted in line with the fake news podcast we did, um, where someone had just literally put a picture of a one star um, <sighs> yeah, food, hygiene, food hygiene and a picture of Alberts and. And I don't know what how they've dealt with it, but what they should have done is said, right, this has happened. They ne- needed to come out and yeah. gone, this isn't true. This is our food hygiene rating. Um, this is obviously fake this news. Is pr- yeah. And it's just, oh, but it's, it's so I don't, sad. I never saw anything from them no. as a response to it. Um, so it looks like it's true because it looks like they're hiding. They're, and ashamed. they're ashamed. Yeah. And so you've got to speak out, which is why we've done it. And I mean, that we've not done anything like that, but things that have happened to us, we talk about and we do try and share things on social media. So it's not all positive and rainbows and roses all the time because yeah. it isn't. That's not real life. Like things happen. We make mistakes. Um, but what the important thing is, is how you overcome and then the changes that you make to make sure that it doesn't happen again and that you become, you are better. But it's about, it is about owning it, you know, warts and all. Even if you're embarrassed, just like if, if I don't know if a, I don't know if a nude got out of me from a disgruntled ex-boyfriend. I think I'd I'd probably speak out about it and own it. Well, we're famous now, you know. Exactly, these, could happen. These things might happen. So, and it's just oh don't hide, isn't it? It's just dealing with it <laughs> yeah. head on. But even though think, that is scary in itself, yeah, and that is literally encompassing the whole subject of this of this episode. It's fear, isn't it? Fear is what stops you from from almost owning it. But fear in the first place is what the fear is, and so it's and that sounds really complicated. But it is you're scared of what will happen when hide. it does happen. You want to hide, yeah. and and where you've got to think, fuck, I'm going to face fear, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there because that is what that's what that's why people like stop going out of the house or they stop socializing or they stop doing the things that they like out of fear of what might happen or what people think and it's and it's really awful like when you think of anxiety and and this I am an anxiety sufferer so I can talk about it and say that I mean it's definitely not as bad as it used to be but anxiety for me is pretty much a fear of the things that make me anxious it's, it's fear it's when fear I look at what it actually things, is it? yeah, it's, yeah it's fear of the hypothetical things that might not actually happen and I think a lot of that like you know, a lot of the things that are, can be wrong with us, especially from a mental health perspective, I do think are quite fear-based, like phobias and, you know, irrational thoughts. And that's, it's fear, isn't it? Yeah. Which is really shit because it means that we, and, and we're meant to have fear. We're animals again. 
that we was talking about this in the last episode we are animals ultimately and so you have a negative bias even though sometimes like why is everyone negative but ultimately you look at the world more negatively so that you're ready in case bad shit happens yeah it's your like, fight you or are, flight response of course it is oh, yeah. that's what fear is that's yeah. what that feeling of fear it's, your, it's adrenaline it's yeah. that spike in your belly that you're like your cortisol is firing your adrenaline's firing you're like what do we do do we Absolutely. run away and hide which yeah. is what you want to do or do we fight and, it, and it's that we haven't our brains haven't evolved so when we used to be scared of actual stuff because we had like an animal coming to like eat us. Like a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. Whereas, and now it isn't, it isn't about that. It's that <laughs> opening, <laughs> opening an email that's like yeah. not got your name on it. And you're like, <gasps> oh, what going, have I done wrong? Someone going, can I have a chat with you? And yeah. Like, no. Or the, a police, uh, you know, a police car being behind you. Like they're obviously coming to arrest me. Obviously, even though they you've done absolutely me. fuck all wrong. And it's, it's that stuff. But that's, if you're constantly living in fear, you're constantly pumped with all these negative chemicals, which are really bad for you and it's so hard but I do think owning it and when we're talking about us recently and owning it that's because we think that obviously people leaving other people might think that they've had a bad time with us and you know they've not been treated fairly and all that kind of stuff and that's the fear again of the unknown it's hypothetical because yeah. we've no idea what people think but it's it's that kind of thing whereas we've come out and said they're leaving and this is the way it is. And, and it's, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's mad, isn't it? But I think if you do consider what other people think, especially for business, because unfortunately, you're going to have to. And then just think, you're never going to know for definite because you've actually not got any evidence. But just think, right, what would I want to see in something else in this situation? And then yeah. try and operate in that way. But I, I know that that is difficult. What else are you scared of? What else am I scared of? I used to be scared of loads of stuff. And then... I don't think I am as much anymore. Like I'm, quite, I'm quite scared of networking. I'd say that is the biggest thing See, in business. Mad about that, isn't it? Is that I'm scared of public speaking. Yeah. But you are absolutely at home on a stage with a microphone. Yeah, but it's and because I'm, I'm on my own. It's like I'm in my own... I don't know. I, I'm, I have got a little comfort blanket you're in control, around me aren't you? massively, whereas networking, I'd have to walk into a room... The idea of almost knocking on the invisible door saying, can I come and be a part of your conversation? Pff, I'd rather rip the skin off my eyeballs. Yeah, whereas I, I don't, I don't mind networking at all. Yeah. Where you give me a microphone, it's the 10 months standing in front of all the people I've just networked with yeah. and I want to jump out of the window. It's so weird, that, isn't it? Yeah. And then you will be at the, st- at the front presenting to people never having met them. But then if someone said, right, come off that stage now and come and mingle, you'd be like, mm, oh, no. yeah. You'd jump out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like with a baby shower that you organised for me, like, when I walked in, I was like, oh, no, I've got to go and hug everyone and talk to everyone. And, and that's like... I mean, if I could you just, love. I, exactly. <laughs> but if I could just address those on a microphone... <laughs> Next time. I would be like, fine. Come in, here's a microphone. Just yeah. Just together. It's weird. It's not like I don't like speaking to people or anything like that. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. And again, is that is that fear of what people think? Is that I, I don't know. I don't know what it comes down to. But I'd say that's my probably biggest fear about business. But then obviously fear about... You know, if we don't get any sales in, if like things just crash overnight, you know, like that that kind of stuff obviously bothers me. But outside of work, I don't really know. Like, I used to be scared of spiders, and then when I got with Tom, I realised that I wasn't, and I can deal with that fine. <laughs> you know, I, I same. I mm. until I moved in the countryside, and it's just caught all come in my house, and it gets cold. You made friends with them now, aren't you? And now we have the shed is literally the spider house. That's where we put all the spiders. Oh god! But wow, there was a so massive many. one on the side of the dishwasher when me and Cheryl went to get it for the new office. Mm. That it was too big. Too big, yeah. It was like the size of a plate. It was like oh, ridiculous. Wow, what, like a side plate? Yeah. It, oh, oh, it was so big, so I was scared of that. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm still scared of the gym to some extent. Like, I think walking into a gym and, um, and trying to navigate my way through equipment 
Um, I don't think it scares me anywhere near. I think scare factor maybe three out of ten now. What about it was like nine what? and a half out of ten. What about the supermarket? Yeah, I just <laughs> and I think the supermarket. It's not necessarily fear. No, I just like fucking it. hate it. I hate the plastic. I hate the idea of how it's like how they get their meat and stuff. And and what I don't like is it there's this severe amount of choice. And now and then I just sit and look at it, and it all blurs into one. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I need. I'm just gonna go. Your eyes go like the the snake in Jungle Book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I was, no I was talking. We did a LinkedIn workshop um, this week with a company uh, to, just to get them all, you know, active online. And the biggest thing that came out of that was that they did, they were scared of what to post. Yeah, and because of what other people think. Their feedback was, I don't know what to post. I don't know if people find it interesting or relevant. Like, why people don't like it? Why people give me shit about it? I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, this is exactly how I used to feel. Yeah. Now but what is the biggest message crap. there? See, that is where we'd say, don't give a fuck. <laughs> but obviously, give enough of a fuck because don't put a picture of boobs on, yeah. or a picture of your ass, or anything or like you know, try not be racist. too political and yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, so again, it's like I'd be like, just post it, but then. With a reason. Just, yeah, God, it's so difficult. Because if, if you're a really sort of practically black and white person, you'd be like, so I'm just going to post it, but then I can't post that. And, and it, it, it is confusing, isn't it? It's I mean, a whirlwind. you can post what you want, but be aware that there are will be some things you will get a valid backlash from. Oh, yeah. Or there'll yeah. be some things like when you post about office dogs and you yes. get a weird backlash about that that you were not expecting. I know, we're like, unfortunately... Lenny, it's not unfortunate. Fortunately, Lenny comes to work with me he every day. He has a job. That's what he does. He has a bio and a job title on the website. And we got you. Well, you put it up, and you got so much shit because people were like, "What if they don't like dogs? What if they're allergic?" And he's like, "Well, I'm allergic, and I am fine." Yeah. But the point is, is that Lenny has got a place at Fresh, and so we're really honest that there is an office dog there, and he so was you there kind of the need to be. Yeah, I don't. I, I really didn't. I get what people are saying, but then some people. But, I was like, "Well, if they didn't like dogs, they were allergic." We're, we're really open about it. Like they just wouldn't come to work work for that's us fine. and then one woman was like oh I think that's really arrogant if you don't like dogs you can't work for them what the actual how is that arrogant like, I don't understand how that's arrogant I don't because Lenny why, why should why should I put Lenny should at home when I don't want him to be get like, a dog walker yeah. why would I want to do that because he's great in the office everyone loves him being there he's our support dog I really don't understand it but some people are such dicks <laughs> well you know it really helped. I've got over 30,000 views on that post so thanks to all the haters yeah. you really helped it F you <laughs> Right, we need to get this wrapped up. Follow us, please. Follow us. Yes. Tell us what you're scared of. Yeah. And fuck the haters. Stop the haters. Yeah, see you in a bit. Bye!